Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Ryan Out Loud. I am here with the, excuse me, Hollywood's media prince, okay? Let me say that again. Hollywood's media prince, okay? The one and only Ty Cole. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Hello. You look good. The skin is glowing. Come on. I wish the folks could see. LA is treating your boy good. I and love that. is routining. The teeth is teething. Yes. But it's been a good journey. I'm happy to be here because we've never really like, I've never even met you yet. I know. But I feel like I've known you for a long time. I know. So here's backstory, right? I remember like I would see all of your, before we followed each other, because we only followed each other like a couple months, like it's before my last season of Ryan Out ended, but we've always seen each other on the timeline. And I think I've always like, I know I've always retweeted yourself. I'm like, oh my God, he's out here killing it. Like, (laughs) what the fuck? So, you know, then when we finally, you know, follow each other, because I was like, oh, I wonder, because it was in my brain. I do this a lot when I see people that I admire and I respect, I'm like, oh, I wonder would they come on the show? Would they do it? You know, because I don't, I'm just a one-man show here in Pittsburgh oh. doing my thing, trying to connect with a lot of other Black queer, you know, creatives. And I'm like, oh, they might charge, which, I mean, I could fund it if I, you know, get to it. You know how that goes, you know. Yeah. So, you know, when we follow each other, we we made plans to have you on the show, but I was booked for the rest of my last season, and here we are, season five, and this timing is is perfect to have the Hollywood media prints. It is perfect. I am very excited to be here. I've heard some of the episodes. I've seen your work and what you give and provide to the community, to the social sphere, and beyond. So for me to be here with you today is an honor because I've seen all the things that you are trying to do. So to be a part of that is really exciting. Oh, see, coming from you, that, (laughs) listen, that means a lot because, you know, I was thinking, preparing for this interview, we text and I was like, okay, I'm gonna send you the questions over. Would you like it, like me to do it via email? You know, I'm like, you know, I'm talking to a professional. Let me let me get my shit together. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. So for me, I would say I, so my sister who's like, she she is like my publicist, right? Mm-hmm. She would want me to get the questions. That's what I thought. Yeah. She would want me to see what it is you are going to ask. And for those who are listening, it's a common thing. When you reach a certain type of level, whatever you are, sometimes they want to see the questions ahead of time because they just don't want their client to be in no kind of like, you know, whatever. So that was that side. But then as a journalist, specifically, I said to myself, that would not be fair to him if I saw the questions ahead of time because then he won't be able to authentically do his job. And then this interview would be a premeditated interview. So I would already know what I'm going to say. So really it's like I'm rehearsing and I'm about to do an acting gig. And because I respect you and I genuinely like you, I said, I'm not going to do that to him. So whatever. That makes me feel special. 
I'm the answer. Of course. And you feel like, um, how's it, the one dream girl? I'm somebody, somebody. Oh, and you somebody. are, baby. <laughs> you can afford some wine for this one. because I know, it's too tough. early for me. On this, it, I mean, no, it's never too early for wine. Let me correct that. I was going to say, because I'm already, listen, it's, I am. You're in LA. It is, what, yes. 12? It's 12. It is 12 something. I just got my nails done, and I am three champagne glasses in. And it's so, 320 um, here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking about, oh my God, what am I going to eat for dinner? What you want to eat for dinner? <laughs> I don't know. That's another, you know, I don't know. Question. Some seafood, something. Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, I think we kind of got into that, but that was like, you said how you were. Look, I'm going down my questions, right? Because I'm nervous. I'm saying, what a professional. Um, Ty, you recently moved from, you relocated from New York to yeah. L.A., how has it been four months, three months? How long oh has it been? Oh my God. I don't want to be like the girl on Rolling Law. Let me get my let me get my time together. So September, October, November, December, January, February. Yes. About almost, oh my God, six months. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. How has that transition been for you? How is LA? You look good. Like I we said a couple minutes ago, you look amazing. You are out there doing it. Like you were at the the Grammys. You've done all the award shows, basically at the red on the red carpet. We we're waiting on the Oscar thing. That's That's this week. That's this is Oscar weekend coming up. It's Oscar weekend. I won't be there, but I'm okay with that. You've done enough. Like I have, I don't even have all of it probably. (laughs) So let me go down the list. I need a break. BET, Revolt TV, AP Style, what is it? Book, look, my writing's hand, horrible. Baller Alert, MTV. And I feel like I'm missing, I'm missing something. Hey, um, Men's Health, um, Your Voice Media, which I want to give them their praises because they were the first outlet who even took a chance on me. Mm. And literally I was, I graduated in May of 2018. So I got with them around like September, 2018. So what is quick turnaround. June, July, August. Yeah. So around like four months, I met them at an event. Shout out to my best friend slash roommate. She was working at this PR agency at the time. Long story short, I volunteered for DJ Self's final it was like his give back giveaway back to school drive mm-hmm. anyway so i met up with this guy named wally bearfield who was doing interviews and i said i'm a reporter myself i want to be a professional reporter i've done radio in college for the, the longest i've hosted i've done many things and now it's like it's time for me to do things on a more professional scale took a chance on me he made me his assistant slash everything else. So I was producing, I was on camera. And my first professional debut was with Dream Doll, who now every time we see each other, it's always friend, hey friend. So yes. So doing that, I was really happy to do that. So fast forward to now where I transition, which was your original question. Transitioning from New York to LA is very different. For the folks who want to come out here to LA, it is 
I don't know what people's perception of LA is, but I'm going to break whatever you thought. People think it's glitz, it's glam, it's and it, and it can be mm-hmm. from what folks show. Yes. But there's okay. a lot that comes with it. There's a lot that comes with it for me to be able to do what I do and talk to these folks before I even get there. There's preparation. You're in emo chains with different publicists and their team. And then also you have to do so much work to get there. And, you know, people think, oh, you're an LA, you made it, you get the big bucks. No. You get a cute coin depending on negotiation. Yeah. I want folks who are listening to this to understand you have to negotiate what you want. How you see yourself, how you view yourself is how the next person is going to view you. If you see yourself as a $100 type of person, they will only see you as a $100 type of person. If you see yourself as a $400 type of person, a $500 type of person, they're going to see you as that as well. So how you carry yourself is how mm-hmm. they're going to see you. Perception is everything. Perception, yes. But it's been a cool transition. Um, I actually got... Shout out to AP, Associated Press. I actually got that when I first landed in LA. So basically, here's a little fun fact. So I applied for a position with them, I think a few months before or a few months prior. And I didn't hear anything back. Nothing back. That's okay. Because, you know, you, you, you keep going. And when I dropped my Oprah interview which y'all can go on BET.com. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> when I dropped that one on LinkedIn, I was actually en route to LA. Mm-hmm. So I was at, so at the time I had to do like a, a a stop. So I forgot where I was specifically. I'd have to check my, my stubs, but I had to do like a, a stop before I get to LA. What do you call those? You call those um oh layover, God. layover, layover. Yeah. No, not layover. <laughs> uh, so I didn't stay there, but it was a quick stop. It was a it was a stop. Oh my there. god! Act like I don't fly. Yeah, what I know what you, you call mean. It? <laughs> you know, okay, my best friend said it's a layover. Okay, layover. Oh, okay, okay. It's a layover. Sorry, y'all. So I did a layover for like four hours, and I just saw my Oprah interview on, on BT.com. So I said, well, let me just put it up here because I was excited. So I put it up there. As I put it up there, I'm boarding the flight now. So I can't see what y'all are saying. Long story short, I get to LA. I'm settled in. The next morning, I, I believe it was a, I don't know if it was a LinkedIn message first or was it a phone call, mm-hmm. but I know it led to a phone call. And it led right. to a phone call from Associated Press. Shout out to them. And they were like, hey, we saw your Oprah interview. Mm-hmm. Would you be open? And we and we know you apply for a job. Would you be open to being a freelancer? And then we can see if we can get you that position. So I'm like, hell yeah. Like, why not? So I didn't get the full time, which is okay, but I did get the freelance. And I tell people this all the time. You have to bet on yourself. Mm. Not betting on yourself. If you don't see yourself in these spaces, I see myself on E News. I see myself talking to a Jonathan Majors, a Michael B. Jordan, a Viola Davis, which, you know, we have done most of those. When you see yourself in those positions, it's going to happen. 
So in a weird way, I kind of like manifested it. Yeah. But it's funny that you say e-news because in my notes, I see you. I wrote something, just jotted down like what would be next. And somewhere in there, like I didn't write it down. It was something in my thought. It was like, oh, I could see Ty on e-news. I see you with your own show, actually. That's the goal. I was about to say, is that an end goal? That was my ending question, but... We'll talk, we gonna you know. wait for that then. I'm going <laughs> to tell you the end goal. You got to keep listening to hear it. Yes. Um, but that was what happened with that. So every job that I've mostly had came from either word of mouth or it came from social media. So how I got a BET was through Twitter, which is why I've been telling folks, don't sleep on Twitter because Twitter will Twitter can have your next job. Did they you slide in their DMs Twitter. or did they slide in yours? So here's what happened with that. So they tweeted out, shout out to my girl, Ashley. She tweeted out how they were looking for a music writer. Looking for a music writer. I applied for that. And this was in 20, oh my God, 2020, 2021? Or was it was 2022. I feel like it was one of those. We just hit 2022, right? So 2021, it happened. Looking for a music writer. I applied. Didn't hear nothing. I'm at a nine to five job now. This nine to five job, I leave them because they want me to come in the office. And at that point, I was like, I'm booming. I'm on IG Live. Talking to these stars. Yeah, I can't stop this train. So I said, can I come in once a week? They said, no, we need you twice, three times. I said, I can't do it. I did an interview at the office and I said to myself, I got to get out of here. In the midst of me trying to get out of there, I put in my two weeks because I found a new remote job. BET reaches out. Literally as I put in my two weeks. BET reaches out and BET says, hey, we love your on-camera work because I sent them my resume, some writing samples I had. I was working at Music Exclusives at the time. Shout out to Leo. Shout out to Silva. And I sent them my reel. Mm-hmm. So they was like, oh, we love your on-camera presence. Let's have a let's have a conversation. So I said, okay. So I told my sister. My sister was like, yes. Like, see what they see what they have, you know, to talk about. Literally, I was talking to who's my big, big boss now, Wendy. Love Wendy. Wendy and I had a conversation. She said, I love your on-camera personality. I think you're amazing. Da-da-da. I said, thank you. She said, we had a conversation. She said, well, I'll be in touch. But, you know, we'll see if we really want you to, you know, be a part or not. I said, okay, cool. She hits me, I believe it was a day later. So this was like a Monday, hits you on a Tuesday and was like, you're hired. Like that. So, okay. So I hired as an on-campus personality for them. And my first gig was the next day. And it was to talk to Tim LeMann and them for, oh my God. It was a gospel um, award show. Stellar? That, uh, yes. Yes. Thank you. It was a Stellar Awards. I did the Stellar Awards. And then literally, as I'm doing Stellar Awards, I finished that. She said, okay, your next one is tomorrow. And it's for Jennifer Hudson and Marlon Wayans. For respect. Come on. Okay. For respect. So clearly, they put respect on this name. because. Okay. They- something in me and I say all that to say you have to be ready and stay ready soon enough to get ready Uh, I knew I wanted this okay 
it's been it's been a cool journey. So literally every job I got, Revolt, I DM'd my boss now, asked her for a position. Mashable, the VP reached out to me on LinkedIn and was like, how can we get you? So you're saying, and I don't mean to interrupt you, because my me. vision, right, is to, yeah. I want to have my own platform on Apple Music, right? I just, okay. I've had this vision for a while. I'm like, I love Ryan Out Loud. I love the projects that I have coming that I can't say but um I want to talk I would like to create a lane on Apple Music to expose more exposure to my black queer independent artists but I know I will have to open up my platform to all independent artists I know how that goes but so you're saying I should just slide into Apple Music's DM (laughs) I mean hey what I will say is this the, the way that I've been doing it is I tell people follow and can connect with the folks that are in the spaces that you want to be in. Mm-hmm. So if you see yourself at BT, you need to start connecting people on BT on LinkedIn, cold calling, putting yourself in their face. If you want to be on Apple, you find the head of the playlist curation department. You hit, you find the hosts that are on Apple Music and you beat it in their heads why they should have you to the point where you drop something and you never know. You drop something that you don't even think is like, okay, cool, whatever. They'd be like, oh, hold on. Let me, we got to get him. (laughs) So literally connect with those who are in spaces like yourself because you never know what opportunity they may have for you. So you're like you say, bet on yourself. Bet on yourself. Okay, y'all heard it from the Hollywood Media Prince. Like, I'm not even going to call you Ty the rest of this episode. You're the <laughs> Hollywood Media <laughs> Prince. <laughs> okay, we can do that. We can do that. So, okay, let me get now. Let me go back to my list, okay? Let's see what you... You've interviewed Issa Rae. Yes. Uh, Angela Bassett did the thing. I had to. Um <laughs> <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, Carisha, excuse me, Young Miami. It's just a habit. Carisha, please. Uh, Will Smith, Coco Jones, Cheryl Lee Ralph, The Rock, Chloe. My favorite. And I just saw this and I was like, and I started to text you. I was about to say, Ty, you had my, that's one of my future. I would like her to be on the show. Raven Simone. That's. Oh, yeah. You had a brief, com- you know, I, you saw you interview Raven yeah. Simone and I was like, oh, my God. It's my girl. Four minutes, I think it was, at the You People premiere. Yes, Mm -hmm. at the You People. And I started, I was like, I remember I started to text you. I was like, that's my girl right there. Tell her I said hi. No, that was like. (laughs) No, no, no. But then, and I said Chloe, right? I said Chloe. Okay. And then. Last week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and then there's Oprah, right? Oprah, yeah. that interview, I was like, I've seen, like I said, I've been seeing you all over social media and we follow each other. I'm like, my, he is working, okay, doing the fucking thing. And your Oprah interview, I remember, I think I posted it in my story. I even posted it on my Facebook, right? Oh, thank yeah, you. I don't, I, I, I use Facebook as like for funny memes and stuff like that, like he, he, ha, ha, whatever and share it, retweet and keep it pushing, keep up with family and friends. But I was like, y'all, my friend, my creative friend, Ty Cole interviewed oh. the Oprah and 
Thank you. My mom comment on it was like, okay, Ty, like she knew you, right? Hey, mom, <laughs> period. And I was like, yeah, like, Ty's, like, I keep saying, us, like, you're doing the thing. Like, you did the thing. Ty, Cole, did the thing. Hey. Okay, Ty, Cole, did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure I'm missing some names, right? I know. Like, I was scrolling through your, you know, doing my, I like to do, I do my research and I'm scrolling <laughs> and I'm trying. And I'm like, okay, I'm missing some. Like, I saw, like, you know, did you do the press check-ins? You did uh Bel Air uh you people um you were at the Grammys okay I have a question but I feel like we're probably going I'm going to take a break and then we'll jump right back into it but Mm -hmm. I want to know what it I want to get from your point of view God can I talk today from your point of view what it's like how early you had this like how what is that like from a reporter's point of view being on the red carpet uh for award shows and we're going to get to that uh hold that pause (laughs) we'll be right back in like you know podcast world like a second like a second okay beautiful people we are back with the hollywood me hollywood's media prince ty cole we were just talking about his birthday Getting ready. He's a. Are you Pisces? You're Pisces, right? Oh no, baby. Oh, sorry. I'm. Look, my brain. <laughs> Taurus. <laughs> no, we're no. Aries. Aries. God, I'm skipping Aries. My. You're a Scorpio, right? I am. Okay, Aries and Scorpios, they mesh. I I see. I have Aries friends. You know that are friends. Um, I've never dated an Aries. I don't what think. Or any of thing like that, but nothing but love for Aries. Like I will say Aries and Scorpio. So they are a match made in all types of heaven. So I did Are we a match made, Ty? hey. (laughs) (laughs) We could be. We could be. You should see his Um, cheeks. He's smiling. (laughs) You know, we could be. So what I learned about Aries and Scorpios is dating wise, they're an actual great match because it's like we really understand each other. But mm-hmm. I also read that the sex, like the sexual chemistry is very like in sync. So Earth, Earth life changing. Is well, this is what they're saying. So, and I said, okay. So they're saying that Scorpios and Aries are perfect. So like they will balance each other out. Oh. So I think you're gonna have to get you an Aries. I think I will might have to. I will might have to. I might have to. Will might have to. I will might have to. Leave me all tongue tongue twisted. Look, Scorpios, we're just. Y'all are nasty, but that's another conversation. That's we'll leave that for the rate, rated Ryan. Look, I always thought about doing something on the side called with my Twitter handle called Rated okay. Ryan. Like do it like unrated, you know, like nothing. Like, like I said, it my Twitter is unfiltered. You know, maybe I should hop on that podcast, but but then I don't I don't know if my man want me on there. I will say, yeah. Well, yeah, you know what? No, I'm not gonna give y'all that. Anyway, yeah. Keep that for off, off record. <laughs> okay, guys, back on track. Like I said, Ryan allowed the show, you can get off track because okay. it's just how my brain wonders. So leaving where we 
cut off the first time we stopped the first time we were talking about you being at the grammys which your suit was fucking everything that purple there's a there's a reason why i wore that and i even share why we're gonna get exclusive should i, should I tell y'all right now let me tell you originally i was not supposed to wear that okay oh uh, what y'all seen for the NWCP awards carpet, that was my Grammy's carpet outfit. That all pink. I'm going back. Why am I? I'm on you going to your Instagram real quick because I'm like I'm trying yes. to remember. So my design. Oh, okay. Yes, that was supposed to be or have been for the Grammys, but I always okay. say God works in mysterious ways. My designer is in New York City. Shout out to Timothy Nash. Every piece you've seen me on the carpet some of my junkets, whatever, it's Timothy Nash. Hoot shots and he just had his, I think his debut, uh, whatchamacallit, his debut um, fashion week. Fashion week, doing um, fashion, okay. So shout out to him. But yes, so we had planned for me to wear the pink outfit. UPS, I think it was, or DJ FedEx, messed everything up and I was not able to have it in time. So I had to run two ASOS. I went to ASOS with my man. So wait, you guys have actual ASOS location in LA? Yes. The store. So oh, ASOS is Sorry. in partnership with Nordstrom. Okay. Oh, but they're at this mall called the Grove, which anyone in LA, you know, the Grove, you're probably in there trying to get these quick last minute findings. So we went there, me and him, and I was very scared because I didn't know how I'm going to look on this carpet. But I knew God always makes a way. So long story short, one of the sales associates, she was like, well, how would you look at these suit sections? Literally, there was only one size left of that blazer that you saw me in. Mm -hmm. And there was only one size left of those pants. And then I had to run to the gap. And I believe it was not that many. I'm a large and shit because I have broad shoulders and, you know, we work out. So the large at the gap, I think it was one of the last few larges left. So really, I got it the last, literally the last minute things. And we put it together. I asked him on the day of, I was like, what do you think about this? And he's like, won't you add the little chain vibe to it? Yeah. That made the look. So it looked, and I was on looked... Australian TV. I didn't realize that I was next to these. Forget the outlet but they're from Australia mm -hmm. and I was in their shot, I guess. And they told me like, Oh, you're in the shot, but they weren't mad about it. And then they said, you made your debut on Australian TV and people are commenting how they love what you're wearing. So Come I said, oh, Australian TV fine. debut, you know, okay, guy, you got me on Australian TV, but everything Worldwide. happens for a reason that it happens does. with black Panther too. Oh, wow. So that gold outfit that y'all saw me in mm -hmm. was actually meant for another carpet, also designed by Timothy Nash. Did not come in time. And then I wore it for that. Okay, talk about God and timing, because mm -hmm. he will make a way out of no way. He make it. Get churchy yeah. real quick. So, the day of the Grammys, I okay. want you to take me as an inspired you know i'm a podcaster but maybe reporting one day i don't you know 
face-to-face because I've always talked about doing Ryan out loud video, right? But I'm not there yet. Good. Make this the first episode. <laughs> I got a hat. Listen, because I'm having a kiss, 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 can I say kiss, I kiss, to, catastrophe. God, I can't talk. I'm trying to wash my hair. Like it's it's a lot going on over here. Here so, but um back, like I said, back to you. Um, for take us, you know, those that would like to know what that is. I feel like it looks very seems very chaotic, um hot. <laughs> uh, because you're in LA, obviously, and just it looks like a lot. So I'm gonna shut up. And Ty, take us how, from a reporter's point of view, getting ready for the Grammys or any award show, but specifically the Grammys, what does that look like being on the red carpet for press? A lot going on. What's that, Mary Mary Crosby? It's a lot going on. Um, (laughs) It's a lot. When so when I got there, this is my first ever Grammys. It's your first. Okay, that that was your first Grammys. Wow. First day in my life. I think I did I did the Grammys virtually once. So I guess second time covering, first time in person. It was a lot. I will say I get there, you know, you have to go ahead of time to get your COVID testing. So it's COVID tests in mm-hmm. place. You have to get your ticket a day before because it's it's a mess if you try to go the, the same day. I get there on the carpet. I'm at the entrance and I'm 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 taking it all in, you know? I check in, they're like, hey, I take it all in. I'm literally looking at everything because not saying this would even be my one and only time, but your first, you take it all in. And you were that was a good Beyonce, okay. the whole record breaking, you know, that was a moment. Sorry. Moment. Moment in time. I took it all in and then I get to the carpet. And everything that, I don't say everything that could go wrong went wrong because I wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. I think it's growing pains. You're learning things. So it's me and my two other team members. And, you know, we're trying to get the camera ready and the, the wires aren't working. And we're at, like, it, it was so stressful that I did not even expect what could go wrong was going wrong. Mm. I found the cable while I was trying to hook this up, trying to do this. It was so much. And then I'm hyperventilating my producer. She was like, how about you stay to the side, Tyler? Because you're on camera. You're on camera. How about you stay to the side? Just breathe. She literally said, just hold this. And they got to hold one of the phones because we had a tripod. And I was breathing. I was going through my questions because I don't want to. I don't want to mess this up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't want your first boom, bam, especially with the prestigious company like BET. You know what I mean? Like, granted, I've been there for two years, but still, you don't want this first time to. You don't want. That yeah. Time. Yeah. But I will never forget. I was sitting next to CMT Country Music Television, and my good girl. Casey, who used to be on Daily Pop, I'm standing next to her, and I used to watch her on Daily Pop. Okay, uh-huh. like I avid fan, which is what made me. I wanted to be on E, but it made me want to be on E more. 
So I'm talking to her. I introduced myself. I told her how much I loved her. She was giving me the best, the best advice that one could give. Just relax. It's okay. No one's going to even see what happens behind the scenes. So I said, okay. So she was my confidant. She even shared her snacks. So that carpet is of, I believe I was on the carpet for four or five hours straight. Jesus. There's no breaks. So no, oh, take a break. There's no come back. You're on that. Because if you move, you lose your spot, basically, right? Is that how you that your spot? But okay. if you move, you might miss a, a big person. Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to get. So just imagine, mind you, folks, you don't got tries at home, but I personally don't eat until after. I understand. I get it. Um, you know, I gotta make sure. Snacks is cool, but I don't have no full meal, so I'm hungry. Okay. I'm 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 sipping on water, but I'm hot. The other thing is when you first walk in, there are certain companies who have their own section. So the company I work with now, I1 Digital, they had their own area. So like you would walk to their pod. People have their own pods. I1, Associated Press, some of the others I work with, um, Entertainment Tonight, they have their own pod where people will go to their designated station, the celebrities, and talk to them. And you will have an ample amount of time. Whereas where I was placed with a few other major networks, we're literally on the carpet, so we don't have activation. So mm -hmm. you have to hope that they will read at the bottom because the publicist does their check-in. The publicist walks around and sees who's who and see who they want their client to go to. So if an artist is walking, the artist is not really looking at what's at the bottom, your name, your, your place on the carpet. It's up to you having that relationship with the publicist. The publicist likes the publication and wants to bring them over or... You have the mic flex. You have to wave that baby out. And sometimes say, hey, you know, I don't know. Mary J, can you come talk to BT real quick? And depending if they if they have the time, they could stop. Or if you have a relationship with them, they will. I saw Coco before the carpet started. Love her. Love, and if she's listening, hi, friend. Um... I yeah, hey, her. I hope she's listening. Look. <laughs> hey, um, I saw her. And because I built a rapport with Coco, mm -hmm. she now comes to me and she'll stop and we'll talk. I love that. It's always a, hey, friend, hey, friend. You will come over to whatever aisle I'm working with for the day. She's like, I'm gonna come. And she does. So one of her team is like, oh, hey, Ty. Yeah, we're gonna bring Coco over. So... For those who have never done a carpet, there's a few things I would say. One, you have to be confident and you have to be bold. You cannot be timid. That is not a place or space for you to be scared, for you to not speak up, for you mm -hmm. to not be bold. You have to be bold. Two, build those relationships with the publicists. If you are a recurring face on those carpets, and they see you and they know you and they love your work. And if they see the work on social media, sometimes even get their socials, get the emails, really tap into them and really build a genuine relationship. Because when they see you, they're going to say, oh, you here today? Okay, well, I got this, this, and this person walking the carpet. So can I bring them over to you? 
And I'm like, sure. I've built that relationship with folks where it's a little more easier for me to now sometimes, not always, but sometimes get them to come over. Oh, Tide's doing it. Okay, what's publication? I'm gonna come regardless. So I would say really get yourself out there, build those relationships, build those reports, not be timid. And, you know, understand that everything that you've rehearsed is not going to always happen. Mm-hmm. So okay. whatever you rehearsed at home, I would say maybe 20% of that's going to stay. The other 80%, get rid of it. It's not going to happen because sometimes you may get one person coming to you, but then there's another person coming to you. So if there are two big artists coming to you right now, mm-hmm. you're not going to say, well, we're going to take him right now and him later because they may not come back. Right. The carpet is long, especially carpets like Grammys. It is long. So if you miss your opportunity, nine times out of 10, they're not coming back to circle back and talk to you. So your best bet is to, if you see them both coming at once, ask the publicist, hey, can we do a joint interview? That way we can knock two birds on one stone. And because it's so hectic on the carpet, and if they want their artists to be on that specific platform, they're going to say, sure. Right. Why not? And you may get an even more grand moment out of that. You never know. You never know. Never know. Wow. It seems like I'm going to have to have airplane snacks on the red carpet if I ever yes. decide to do that. <laughs> but make sure if you're going to do snacks, no snacks that can stain your teeth and be in your teeth. Mm-hmm. Snacks that aren't crumbles that can be on your lip. Mm-hmm. Also, this is a really interesting trick. I learned this. From um, Cassie, eat in the back of your throat. I know that sounds crazy, but when you're, so if I, here. So like, no. Okay. So we have this mint. Right. And this mint is a cracker. He's giving us an example. Yes. I know you can't see it, but envision it. There's mittens in my hand. Do not eat at the front of your mouth. Because that's where the crumb was going to be. Mm-hmm. Pop it in the back of your throat. Oh. So you can eat it. Any kind of stains go in the back of your teeth. But the front of your mouth that people will see is not stained. So that way you don't have to keep double checking. Or by accident, you're on the carpet, you're on camera. Especially you live. And there's something there. You don't mm. want that. So eat in the back of your mouth and don't eat nothing heavy crackers, maybe depending on the fruit, they eat in the back of that mouth. Getting tips here from Ty Cole, Hollywood's media prince. So that like, okay, I'm going to stick to my podcasting because that just exhausted me listening to you. You could do it. Can I? Could I? Don't be scared. Because I'm going to see, you know, Example. Yes. Little Mermaid. If I'm on there, I'm going to help you out. Bet. Little Mermaid, okay? Yes. Hey, yo, Hallie, come here. No. <laughs> hey. You, hey. However that would Never work. Know. You got to get her. And sometimes the publication you have, like, that's a that's a priority. You have to get her. Okay. Sometimes. Like, Noted. On the carpet. Let's say the carpet. It's for the Little Mermaid. The main goal, yes, get the cat. One of the main goals is to get Hallie. You have to get Hallie, you know, because um, it will round out the story. If you can't get her, that happens sometimes, you know, 
editors and stuff know don't get discouraged if you don't get somebody because mm -hmm. it happens. There have been times where I wanted somebody and they just didn't have the time for me today. So, so with all of the people you have interviewed, Ty, right? You, you know, especially with most recently what I saw, who did I, you were at, well, you were with Michael B. Jordan and the cast of um, Creed 3. How, what, what, who is somebody on your list? Because you've interviewed them all, I feel like. <laughs> Who who is ideal? Who is your ideal interview person to interview? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Because like you 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 interviewed Oprah, okay? Let's just like <laughs> I mean I feel like there's only one person left, and I feel like from <laughs> Oprah it's like Beyonce, uh, okay? Like um yes. Beyonce, that would be if I. You, you've talked to Kelly, right? You've talked to Kelly. I've spoken to Kelly. Roland, love the her. Kelly Roland. Um, and I made sure I, I kept the questions to Kelly, which I think I she love that expected. Because <clears throat> you know the most I said was DC three, but that's because people were talking about, it and I was like, "What's, what's going on?" on? But right. kept it strictly to her. But and that's what still to her because yes. she was of Destiny's child. She don't always know, or she might know what happens to Beyonce, but I'm not coming to you to talk about, about Beyonce. Beyonce. That's what pisses me off a lot when um, because like me having a podcast, I am like, you know, sometimes I'm like, hey yo, I want them to come over on my show because like it's gonna be all about you. Like for a quick example. Like I've watched, I'm a huge JoJo fan. That is my girl. I love her down. I know. I see you on the Twitter. I love her. I love her down. And I see her interview. I watch just about all of her interviews. And what, which is, it's a part of her history, her legacy, like leave, get out too little, too late. You know, the trials she went through with the label drama. But I'm like, yo, right here, right now, this adult JoJo has amazing music. She has been releasing quality music, good quality music since she returned with her studio uh, in 2016. Why can't we focus on that? So I, I've even, I think I've TikToked about that when it came to tell Kelly Rowland, because like Kelly is an icon herself. She is one of the founding members of Destiny's Child. Even if you want to go back, girl's time. Like let's very much was. Let's her, talk her, about her, it. Yeah, mm -hmm. You know, like give her, give her her things and give her her flowers and let, she is an individual person. Yes, she was a group member with Beyonce. Yes, they are like sisters. No, she don't know what that girl, woman got going on. You know, yeah. maybe yeah. she probably did, but you know, that, it's about her. It's not about well, Beyonce. Yeah. So I love that. I love I that. To keep it to who I'm talking to. Yes. Because if I was in a group and I'm coming on your platform, I want you to talk to me about me. So why not do that? And I will say this, when I did talk to Kelly, Kelly said, you know, that was one of the best interviews I ever had. Mind you, this woman has been interviewed by many. All her life, like forever. <laughs> and then she says, have you ever thought about doing a class? She said, I think people should, you know, if you Learn were to have a course, they should go to you because you are really good at what you do. And I think you should host a class on, you know, reporting and hosting and being a journalist. 
So it was cool to get that stamp of approval from Kelly. Um, Would you? Oh. Uh, I have toyed with it many times. And people have asked me and I said, it's coming, it's coming. And I really would love to. The thing is the time. Yeah, because you're booked and busy. There's no time that I have to really sit down and think about writing out a course plan and all the things. It, it, it would be hard. Yes. So, but will I do it? Yes. Like, okay. it's going to happen. So, saying here, right out loud, it's going to happen. Masterclass with, Hollywood, with the Hollywood media prince tag hole yes. is coming. Y'all it's heard gonna it. Happen. It's going to happen. It's, I, I don't know when, but it will happen soon. Okay. Okay. So, I have. First of all, I want to acknowledge, I have two more questions, but I do want to acknowledge uh, your first Hollywood campaign back in November, December, the holiday season for, it was it was a collaborative between BET and Sprite. And let me just say, can you send me that coat, that outfit that you had on? Timoth- um, Timothy Nash. He I have to like, let me continue to get this, you know, let Ryan Allow continue to grow because I'm, Timothy Nash, I'm going to have to listen. Call and, he, him. and he's a black designer, correct? He's a black queer Qu- designer. So what I just I, got chills. You know, that's right up my alley. So I try to work with black queer people all the time. That um because that's I know what I would the love. space isn't but so unfortunately, like so big, right? Yeah. So anytime I'm getting styled, I or whatever, whatever I'm doing, I try to think about okay, a black. Queer folk. You know what I love about that so much is that you're keeping it in the family. And when I mean keeping it in the family, I mean one of us, okay? I mean you working on a major campaign and you're wearing a black queer designer. Like, Ty, that is major. That is absolutely major. But what I really want to know, how strict? How is it? What is it like? Give me the complete tea on a behind the scenes behind the scenes of a holiday campaign with fucking Sprite. Like that's amazing. My God, it was a on my bucket list. It was on yeah. my bucket list. I wanted it. Um, I always wanted to do a holiday campaign. I did since I was younger. I love the holidays. Holidays are my big thing. I. Anyone who knows me, you know I love Christmas. You know I love Thanksgiving. I, the holidays are for family and friends and yeah. love and community. So for me, I wrote in my journal, I said, I want a holiday campaign this year. How is I going to get it? I don't know. When I got the text from shout out to Sydney, who also works at BET, she said, hey, we're doing this Sprite campaign for the holidays. We want you to be the main host. I said, I said, me? You said, me? I said, okay. She said, would you be open? I said, hell yeah. So when that came and I was there, um, it's a lot of of, of redos and takes. And, and the funny thing is, y'all don't see this, obviously, but 
you have to say the product name correctly. And I and me and the other people who you saw on there, we kept butchering the name. And to this point, I think I got it correct. It was Sprite's Winter Spice Cranberry Soda. And we kept, we kept, can I curse on here? You can. Um, we kept fucking it up. <laughs> like, we kept messing it and up. And I know me, I, I can so fuck bad. up a name in a heartbeat, so. It's a tongue twist. It was a yeah, tongue twist. Like, to the point where one of my homegirls, she was on there, and they kept they kept clocking her. I'm not going to air out, but they kept clocking her because she kept messing it up. That is and funny. So that is one thing. And it was, it was all fun. It was all love. The Sprite team, though, was watching the whole time. So it's not just me and the producers. It's is me is this this uh, the whole production cast, the production who's there people in the back watching and then you got the sprite team on the call listening oh listening okay interesting that, so yeah all all eyes are for real on you so it was funny because every time you messed up they're like uh uh, uh tie it and say it right and then i'll be like oh how i said it it's almost be- giving me like you seen that clip of when Raven did the uh the when she was doing the Disney one and they kept stopping her. It's like yes. doing the face like hold on. Yes, that literally that. So, but it was, it was such a fun. That time. was dope to see. I was like, look at my friend doing his you know, thing. I such a fun time. I would do it again and again. And, the and you will. There's that's the first of many. Okay, we're yes. first it's of many. Go there and. You know you did a good job, but when they say, oh my God, you were amazing. So the Sprite team loved me. They kept saying how they would love to do more things with me. Yes. So, you know. You know if it's okay. So, you know. I'm going to tie a couple things as we got a few minutes left. Yeah. So, in going into ending this, I want to ask, what would, is your goal to have the Ty Cole show. Are we gonna speak that? We're gonna manifest that, speak <laughs> that into existence. That on my face. I can yeah. Um, uh never say never. Um I would love that. What about a podcast? Would you do it? I, I could see you doing Ooh, a podcast. Uh, I can see it. You know, I try not to live on myself. Do I everything. Live on myself. I want my so if you were to ask me my inspiration, my biggest inspiration, which I got to talk to one of my idols, is Queen Latifah. Okay. How'd I miss that? I say this all the time. Um, I interviewed her last year with Adam Sandler for their film that they had. Oh my god, I can't think of the name right now. Forgive me. But it was on Netflix. It was actually pretty good. Point is. What she's doing is all I want to do. She does everything. She does. She's, one thing. she's an actress. She's a cover girl. She's a model. She's production. She's this. She's hosting. And that is what I want to do. So if that calls for me to do all the things and have a podcast and have a talk show, then sure. I can see it. I can see it. I want that You're for you. Talk I can see that. Show, Brian? You would talk you talk have show? me? You would have me on the talk show? Yeah, you know how Wendy brings people in to do like comments that you know I would come in and get my little two piece, especially music. You know, get my little two piece on you know what's happening, what's doing. I would love that. I um, so Ty, I want to end this. I always have 
ask my guests on Ran Out Loud um, quickly, what advice would you give to your younger self? How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Grown. No, I'm kidding. Um, about to be 27 on March 29th. Oh, you will be 27. So what would you tell your seven, 16, 17-year-old self? What would you tell? Oh my God. Um, stop being insecure. Okay. Um, don't let other others' perception of you dictate who you think you should be. Mm-hmm. I would also tell myself, um, be less of listening to what others are saying. Like I used at at one point in my life, I used to be a little easily influenced because mm-hmm. I was so insecure with myself. So I was like, you know, like, oh well, like, if they're insecure, no. So I was telling myself, follow your own beat, baby, um, and embrace your voice, mm. which is something that I'm still working on. You're doing amazing. It's a struggle sometimes because I don't like how I sound, you know. I hate my voice too. Girl, he sounds lonely. He's so, you know. You sound like Ty Cole, okay? The Hollywood media prince. (laughs) And I would tell myself to to, to not let that steer you wrong. I remember quickly before we wrap here, I had a teacher, 10th grade teacher who told me, you don't have a radio voice. You're not going to make a radio you sound like this. You sound okay, like- and look, and where you at, and where she at, and I, I bet, and I tell people that stuck with me, and it mm. still sticks with me because it reminds me that, and it prepared me that there will be people in my path who are going to try to diminish my everything, mm. my being, my my love for this passion that I have, and they will try to make me feel small. So she tried to do that and now look where I am. So when I hear people in the comments talking about me, saying things about me, Mr. Turbing about this say, I think about her. I think about the bullies I used to encounter. And I say to myself, they can't make you small. You've heard it all. Mm. Heard every name calling by myself. I've heard every disrespectful phrase you could think of. So whatever y'all want to say about me, I've already heard it. I've dealt with it. And it can, it's- can knock you down. Because you look at where you at, look at them. Ty yeah. Cole, Hollywood's media prince, thank you, my love, for coming on to Ryan Out Loud. I truly appreciate you, what you represent for me as a Black gay man, seeing another Black gay man up there with major platforms like BET, Revolt, all of that. You're inspiring and it only continue and it continues to inspire me to do better and to elevate and to take myself to the next level. So because of you and people like Stevie, Derek, I love y'all and I will continue to always give you your flowers. And thank you for coming on the show. Shout out to Stevie, another Aries. Yes, he is the Aries, amazing Aries. And Stevie will be back. Y'all, this is it for Ryan Out Loud. Thank you for listening. Make sure you follow Ty Cole on social media at Ty Cole TV, right? Ty Cole TV on Instagram, and I am Ty Cole on Twitter. That remember, y'all, Black Lives Matter, Black Queer Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter. That will never change. Period. And we're out. Period.